everyone. Welcome back to my virtual diary series. We are on episode seven, guys. Seven. I mean, I know I've missed a few days, but we're officially past one week of when I started this podcast. That's amazing. And I feel like so much has happened. So this episode, I guess, will be kind of a recap of the last seven days, but also talk a little bit kind of like a story time because I have some exciting um, little things that I did today that I want to tell you about. So without further ado, let's jump on into it. All right, so let's recap this week, guys. Um, So day one was an introduction to myself, right? Um, Day two, I believe, yes, day two I talked about the Buddhism book a little bit more, um, which I will say, I know I said I'd give you guys more information on the book. Um, I haven't, like I still read more, but I'm very much in the life after Buddha, which is very informational, informative. There we go. Very informative. And there's a lot of knowledge to like really process and digest. And my, I will be honest, my brain, I can take information, especially if I'm interested in it. But when it comes to history, sometimes if it feels too much, I just can't read right through it. So I'm definitely taking my time with it. Um, I've gotten to a very interesting part. Um, so maybe once I read some more, I will give you guys more information. But right now, that's why I'm at where I'm at in the book. Um, I'm almost into the next set of chapters. And ex- sorry if you can hear any background noise. It's the kitties. Um, so episode three was all about change and like toxic people and getting rid of that right and even though I'm and and I talked about how even though I'm not doing the same things I did last summer that I'm still doing things that matter and that it's okay to not be doing the same things and recognizing like what it is um that was a really good episode um I would say that's probably one of my faves I think I have um at least three favorite favorite episodes and I would say episode episode three is definitely one of them um episode four was great because we went over finances which was kind of cool because it brought a completely different um storyline And I think I want to do another finance episode in the future, maybe like this week sometime, because like you guys found out in the most recent episode, um, I'm no longer at the salon that I worked at. And so now I have to kind of go through this financial change, right? Um, So I think it'd be really cool to talk a little bit more. Um, Also, uh, thing... uh, I never realized this, but I never realized uh, how many people 
didn't really know like credit scores and credit cards and loans and what it really means to have a credit score, right? And I've been helping my boyfriend establish his credit and then I also had an interaction with a um a friend of a friend um who also hasn't really been didn't really fully know and I, it's because you know not every high school requires you to have a personal finance class um, most of the time it's optional and some of the times it's not even available as a course to take so maybe I'll do that this week um, you guys can let me know um, I haven't fully set up a discord um, I know I mentioned that in a couple episodes now um, I would like to, uh, just so we can keep on track, but right now, currently, based on the statistics through, um, the app that I'm recording this through, which is Anchor, for those of you who didn't know, um, based off their analytics, um, I'm only reaching about three to four-ish audience members, so maybe once this gets a little bit bigger than I might, um, right now, I don't think I will. I think it's more of the people who are listening, I kind of know who they are, so I can just ask them if they've listened to it or not. Um, so what else? So episode four was finances. Um, episode five was all about, um, literally what I was talking about episode three about how plans change and that's exactly what happened for episode five and that was kind of more of a story time but like not it was also some reasonings on um and I made little goals too um it was all about food it was supposed to be my vegan meal and I ended up having a vegetarian meal which is totally fine um Hopefully we have plans to actually set up the vegan meal in the future. Um, but it might have to hold off a little bit just because of, like I said, with the change with jobs and everything else, um, it's going to be a lot. Um, so episode six, which was day six and seven, was a lot. It was the longest episode I've released, and I feel like it was the most raw, um, because I actually completely messed up in one of it, or went down a tangent that I didn't even, or no, I exposed myself, that what it was, that's what it was, and, um, I ended up swearing, but I was like, you know what, I listened to it, and I was like, People are going to understand it, and the whole reason of that episode was to make it a little raw, and sorry I hit the mic, um, because what, I mean, it's my virtual diaries, and I'm not, you know? So week one has been very interesting, and it's just, I find it very ironic that the common theme after episode three has just been talking about change. I mean, episode one, I talked about change. Episode two, I also kind of talked about how my spiritual identity is kind of changing. And then so on into episode three, where, you know, that was what the whole episode was about, was about change and embracing it. And also talking about, like, toxic, toxic, toxicity 
Thank you. In like relationships or situations and how it is okay to take a break, especially if you realize that it's not something you want to be a part of. Um, and I, and then, I mean, episode four, I mean, I wasn't really talking about change, but it talked about change in a way because we were going through, you know, how originally I set up my budget to where I'm at now and I asked you guys, you know, if you had any, like, different tips and tricks in that video, or not really tricks, but you you guys get what I'm trying to say. Then episode five, I mean, that's where I talked about how my plans changed, and then episode uh, six, which was two days worth, basically, because, you know, I skipped a day, was the most, like, so much change happened in that one episode. I mean, yes, it was the over course of two days, but, like, I'm still not fully processed it, guys, and it's been since Saturday, it's now Monday, and I'm still in shock of what I've done, but I feel so much better. Um, so, without, I guess, for this, um, weekly wrap-up, um, I will take a break here, um, it's gonna be super quick, and then I'll get into kind of like story time. So let's get into it. All right, so story time now. So I, if you hear me tapping, it's because I'm looking at the pictures that I took because um, I didn't want to fumble through pages because I didn't really think I was going to make an episode about this, but I figured I would. Um, so I've talked to you guys about how um, I have a pendulum and how I have, um, I believe I've told you guys I have a tarot deck and a spirit animal deck. Um, so I use the spirit animal deck because that's the one I feel most connected to. I love my tarot deck, but because I'm not 100% comfortable using it, like, I'm totally fine with using it on people. Like, if my boyfriend, if I want to do a reading on him or whatever, totally fine. But for me, using it on myself, um, it's because I treat them with so much respect that I just... It's not that I feel iffy about doing one. It's just they are a little bit more intense. And I love the deck I have because of the artwork. But sometimes I feel like it doesn't actually resonate with me. So I am on the hunt for a new deck. Um, I, When I told you guys how I got the pendulum, that store I went into, um, I looked at the tarot decks. And nothing really called to me. Nothing was like really there. Um, my friend who went in the store with me, she ended up telling me that it was probably because the decks have been touched so much, which makes total sense. So, um, I right now have just been using my spirit animal deck. Um, I absolutely love it. It's gorgeous. So they have, there's technically five elements that they represent in the deck. They have, um, Water, air, fire, earth, and then their fifth one is um, spirit, which is kind of like 
your mystical, whimsical uh, creatures like dragons and etc. Um, but today, when I did it, um, like you guys know from yeah the last episode, I have left my job, and so there has been a lot of planning. Um, that so I left my job Saturday. Um, I wrote out a list, a to-do list for things to do uh, yesterday for myself because, obviously, I'm not working. So I need to stay productive, though, and make sure I'm getting things done. And, excuse me, make sure I'm still on top of everything and figuring out the final finessing details because that's important. I really need to stay on top of those things, right? Um... So today was a very busy day as far as like getting con in contact with my clients and uh, making sure I messaged everybody, etc., cetera, etc. Cetera. Um, also looking into things. Um, so tonight I decided uh, I was really in a good space, um, and I ended up putting my pendulum on my wrist. I've been wearing it more like a bracelet, guys. Um, so I kind of vaguely touched on the pendulum in the first episode, but lately I'm, I had it made into a necklace, but I've been just wearing it as a uh, bracelet because it's long enough that I can wrap it around my wrist three times. And I love doing this with uh, necklaces. I just love the feeling. They're great. Um but I went swimming with it like this on Friday, and since then I've just felt the need to have it on my wrist versus having it on my neck. And um, and I haven't actually been using it the way a pendulum should be used. Um, normally you ask a pendulum yes or no questions, and I think it's representing something else now for me. Um, I'm not going to say like a, well, I guess kind of like a totem, sort of, but like not fully because it's still technically a pendulum and I don't, based off my research, pendulums aren't really a totem, but I would have to do more research. So please do not take what I say as the truth or like accurate because I, I still have to do my own research, right? But anyway, um, so before I did the reading, um, I did try to ask the pendulum yes or no, and it didn't really give me an answer. So when I put it on my wrist, though, I instantly felt grounded, and I instantly felt connected again to the energy flow. And that sounds odd for, I'm sure, a lot of you guys, but basically what I've been noticing slash realizing over the last week and for a few weeks now actually let's be real here but I've been noticing that I am trying to tune into energy more um I do get hints of it but because my mind is so analytical most of the time and because I have so many things running through my head I can't fully um, focus on energy or what it feels like or pick up on those kind of things. Um, so when I ask the pendulum, I think it's just my, 
even though I'm in good spirits and even though I feel like my energy is like is flowing and I can feel it it just I felt like maybe there was too much energy because of my head and my hands so wrapping it around my wrist actually makes it feel very balanced and calm um so I put it on my wrist I brought out my deck and I do have amethyst now um, if you are familiar with tarot cards or decks in general, you know that you need to have some sort of cleansing crystal. Um, and I have an amethyst. I just recently got it. I actually got it the same day I got my pendulum. Um, and it's been working really well. The amethyst I have is actually super tiny. Um, but, well, I shouldn't say super tiny. It's actually a decent size. Like, it, it's kind of like the size of, like, a small rock, okay? Um, and even again, I feel like that's a bad description, but whatever. <laughs> to me, it's a small crystal, but it's not, like, the smallest little shard or something. And it's raw. It's not smoothed. Like, some of it's smoothed down, but it's, like, a raw cut. Anyway, <laughs> I ended up cleansing the deck um, to try to just get rid of anything that was residual there and kind of awake the cards up, so to speak. And I ended up asking, um, cause you're supposed to ask a question, right? I ended up asking the cards, um, about something, maybe guidance in what I am doing right now, um, and kind of point me in the right direction, so to speak. So I actually started shuffling and literally maybe a like second little shuffle in my hand, a card completely flipped over as I shuffled. And um, usually when that happens, it means it's the most important card. So I kept shuffling after, like I put the card out and I kept shuffling. And then next thing I know, all of a sudden I got a like a stack of three cards that flipped all at the same time. And when I kind of did that, I was kind of like, okay, either the, you guys are just messing with me, like the cards are messing with me, or all of these cards mean something and I need to interpret it. So I stopped there because I just didn't know what was going to happen. So the first one is the dragonfly. And what this says about the dragonfly is it's a symbol of the mind as it is always moving, shifting, shimmering, and changing. When the dragonfly card appears, it's worth considering the quality of your mind and perception. Are they restless or still, dreamlike or crystal clear? The situation at hand may be different than it appears at first glance. But the dragonfly reminds us to be calm, uh, reminds us to calm the mind so the light of the wisdom can shine through. And, oh my gosh, I'm so sorry if you could hear that. My cats have the zoomies. Um, but with this card, like, it just was like, wow. Um, because there again, it, it says it right there, changing. And a dragonfly is always constantly moving, you know? Like it says, it's constantly shimmering, moving. Um, you mostly see, like, 
the bigger dragonflies around um, ponds and lakes. And I absolutely love, love going to the water. I am a water sign. So water is like my life, right? <laughs> but like the dragonflies, usually like if I go to my family camp, I'll get a dragonfly that like perches on my leg or sits in my hair or maybe on my toe or something. And I've always loved dragonflies because they, it's known that when they do that, um, you, it's like a symbol of good luck, basically. Um, so that was card number one. And I was very just in awe because, of course, the first card that flips out to me is a card that talks about change and moving. And also at the same time, because it's the card of the mind, my head is a little all over the place. There's a lot of things going through my head, but I'm doing exactly what it's telling me to do. I've been trying to put in practice staying calm and keeping things under control. So it's almost validating what I talked about in episode three, which is just so cool. This is why I love these kind of things, because even if you don't fully understand tarot. You don't have to get a tarot deck. You can get a deck like this one, which is a spirit animal deck that just takes animals in everyday life and has a slight meaning behind like what they represent in the symbolism kind of way. And I'll, I can get, uh, explain that a little bit more and not the next card, but the card after, because this, that card really explains what I was just trying to say. Um, but the next card I got, which was the stack of three, um, the top card was the owl card, which obviously is air. And I believe, yes, the dragonfly was also air. I should have known that. Um, but anyway, the owl is a mysterious and otherworldly creature found in folklore from east to west. The white owl in particular, in this particular deck, is a companion of the goddess Lakshmi. Lakshmi? Sorry if I say that wrong. I'm not good at that stuff. But, um, and it says, and represents wealth, beauty, and good fortune. When the owl card appears, it's an omen of a boon or treasure is on the way either in spiritual or material form. With owl wisdom on your side, you'll see and know exactly what to do with this boon, how it can, fur how it can further serve your dharma and bring abundance to the world. Trust that the wellspring of treasures is infinite. So for that to be the secondary card and on the top that was shown to me when I was flipping well, shuffling the cards and it flipped itself over. After I read that, I was just, I, cause I was like, okay, I just flipped a card and then I kept shuffling for maybe three little shuffles. And then all of a sudden I have a stack of three cards that just flip over. And so I was like, okay, these really can't like go along with anything else. But I took it as my sign to stop, you know, because there was so many cards at once and then I looked into the meanings, and that's when I realized that, no, this owl card totally makes total sense. And 
it's almost like the dragonfly card was this thing like, hey, your mind is all over the place. You need a comet so you can get this wisdom. And then I read the owl card and it was like, you know, telling me basically good fortune is coming. That's what it's an omen for. That's what it signifies. Um, and it signifies it in a spiritual or material form. So even if it's just a spiritual sense that, you know, I'm going to hit this, I guess, quote-unquote enlightenment, not 100% enlightenment because based off the Buddhism book, like, it takes years to get, and you have to train, like, it's a different type, it's a, just a different type of world, okay? I'm still new to all of that, but the fact that this owl card still kind of represents that is really cool because in my spiritual life I'm taking a journey but it now is almost reflecting itself in my quote-unquote material life so to speak the real world um my personal life it's reflecting itself into it but they're now coexisting and I'm finding myself and I absolutely love it and I'm here for it and I'm so happy to see where this goes. Now, the middle card that was in this stack of three that flipped over together um, was actually the octopus. And it made sense on why I got it. Um, but because it wasn't an overall, like, notion of how, like, the owl card, the dragonfly card, and then the final card I'll reveal to you guys... Um, because it didn't really go with the overall notion of those cards, I tucked it away. I still read it. I still reflected on it. Um, but because it didn't have a super significant meaning to me, I told the card that I appreciated it and that I understood what it was talking about and that I'm going to be working on it. Um, so it kind of was like a mental thing. Um, but again, I'm not going to go into detail on that one because I didn't feel like it fit the overall theme of the other three cards. Um, but I still appreciated it because it still showed me something that I did need to know. Um, so that's really cool. Cause sometimes you can ask the cards, and I know that sounds weird, but sometimes when you ask the cards certain questions, it for me, I find it's like even though I'm trying to clear my mind and think of, like, either guidance or, like, one thing, because my mind is going 95 miles a minute and because I'm thinking of so many things, even if I am trying to be in a calm state, um, it's one of those things that I basically got an answer to a different question that I wasn't really trying to ask for tonight. Does that make sense? I hope it does. Um, but anyway, the final card in that stack of three that flipped over was called the Panther card. And now, when I said that the artwork on these cards um, really convey the meaning, sort of, or the feeling that you're supposed to get with these cards, um, the Panther card is very dark. Um, the Panther is drawn so it's actually showing its teeth in kind of a aggressive way or like a hissing manner because it's a cat. Um, and its eyes are like a greenish yellow. And it's very intense. It's dark. It's a definitely a dark card um, as far as like the backdrop being completely back and the way the panther is drawn. Like 
it just kind of gives you like that, ooh, this is kind of like a lot, but here's what it is. The panther won't stand to see our growth or energy stagnant. Instead, it pounces into our lives and causes all kinds of havoc with the ultimate intention of bringing us towards more fulfilling lives. It's unexpected, uncomfortable, and sometimes feels devastating. But after all the dust clears, it's easy to see the panther's wisdom at work. We've all been through these experiences and they've made us better people. Trust that the panther's journey always leads to a brighter place. So how I described the card and said it kind of felt not negative but dark literally is because it's supposed to make you feel uncomfortable that's what the panther represents that's what it does literally like that the panther card is so self-explanatory with that little message and it's crazy because it it did it pounced into my life just so randomly and I'm actually getting goosebumps talking about that um but like when I think about starting this podcast and then I think about the journey like when we went over the week recap and stuff and how episode three talked about change and I also talked about my spiritual change and all these different things that I'm going through and everything's little literally changing in front of me and I'm growing into this person that I feel like will be my final version of myself. I mean, I still want to keep growing. I think everybody should keep growing. No one should stay stagnant. I mean, hello, that's why the panther comes into our lives. But I think because I said, I had, um, I don't think I explained this. Yes, I did. I explained this yesterday. So I talked about how I had this little project in the background, right? In yesterday's podcast. Um, so I actually took a little pause from it because I had to wait for some things to kind of work out first before I could continue. So I per like I paused it because I didn't have anything else I could do at this current moment. And then all of a sudden it was just like Saturday rolls around and I'm talking, you know, about going back to work and all these things. And then all of a sudden, it was like in a moment, my world just changed. And it was kind of full of anxiety that day. Um, but it was just because I had so much to process and think about and really make a decision. And then I ended up making a decision that really is going to now affect my future in a sense, right? I mean, this is my big leap of faith, guys. So for the Panther card to show up tonight and say that, you know, it pounces into your into our lives and causes all kinds of havoc that you know it has the intention of bringing us towards more fulfilling lives and it's also happens when you know our energy is stagnant or our growth is stagnant and I kind of did that like even though I was growing in other ways when I think of like my business life and what I was asking in the cards I was asking for like is this choice basically the right choice, right? Or what's the guidance I need to take from all of this change? What do I need to be, like, what am I missing? Is I, Am I missing something? Or am I on the right track, basically? 
that's what I mean when I ask the cards for guidance and things. That's kind of what I'm asking is, am I on the right track? Is there something I'm missing? Like, just give me whatever I need to know. Because there's so many questions that you can ask and there's so many ways of thinking it. So I just simply ask for guidance because I feel like with the spirit animal deck, that's all you really can ask for because it is animals and there's symbolism to it. But with the Panther card, there was just a lot of symbolism because the way the card was, I looked at it and I was like, Ooh, this one looks really kind of intense. And it was a little uncomfortable when I first saw it because it, it did look very dark compared to the rest. And I was very like, what is this card? Like, what does it mean? And I don't think I've read the Panther card before. Um, so to read this, it was just like, wow, well, that card definitely made me feel that like uncomfortable feeling that it talked about. And so for those three cards, it's just my mind is kind of blown because yes, I pulled four technically, um, these in particular three, the dragonfly, the owl, and the panther totally gave me clarity to all the things that I basically was asking for. The dragonfly told me, you know, my mind's going crazy and I need to stay calm. But I'm also in the part of a change and being a busybody and moving and that's allowed. It's supposed to happen. Let it work. But also be calm and still to let that wisdom through. Then the owl is signifying that, you know, what I'm, the intuition I'm feeling or, um, yeah, the intuition, the energy that I'm feeling currently is a good thing. And it's showing that, yes, I'm a, reaching a fulfillment period where stuff is happening and I'm going to feel very fulfilled with it. And there's almost like a sense of promise with it. And then the panther is almost kind of like the aggressor in the situation where it's like, listen, now that you've calmed all your wisdom, the panther is basically the one that put all of this into motion, right? Because that's the idea. The panther energy I probably have been experiencing, I would say now for maybe a little over a week, maybe even since I moved into this apartment. And the only reason why I say that is because when I moved in, there was a lot of good positive vibes. And then once we started getting comfortable and getting a um, routine established here at the new place, same thing, you start to get comfortable, uh, new things happened. And then I kind of was like, you know what? I can't really do any more. So, like, I kind of just plateaued, so, so to speak, in, like, what I was working on as far as, like, my business plan went and what I was working on as far as, like, reading my book and doing the, like, staying in my spiritual realm. Like, there was a lot. And so to get this card tonight after, you know, asking, like, what's going on, basically, and give me your guidance, it's like, okay, Panther, I see you because that's literally what I told it because this card was just like, wow, that's literally what happened. It came into my life and it uprooted everything. Like there was already plans in place, but then like Saturday, the Panther totally came into effect and uprooted everything, but in the best way possible. And so to get these cards tonight, 
and to also be feeling super excited about everything, but also kind of, I, I mean, I'm not going to lie. I'm still a little anxious. I'm still a little worried. There's still a lot of things going in my head, but to realize that I will be okay and to kind of get the validation with the cards that yes, everything will be okay. You just need to stay calm and basically calm, I guess calm, cool, and collected to interpret the wisdom, but know that it was because the panther came into my life to basically push me to where I needed to go. And that the owl signifies that all these things are okay because I am going to get a f fulfillment out of it. They just, they all work. Like, they all work. To have the clarity and calmness of the dragonfly to um, internalize wisdom, like, that is something I did need to know because I had to clear my mind because I think even when I asked the cards, it was like, I still didn't know what I was fully asking. So to see that card, it was like, okay, I get you. I got to calm down. And then to look at the owl card and have, you know, hey, you're about to reach fulfillment. It's like, oh my gosh, this is great. So I almost feel, because the panther card, because it's so strong, I almost feel like the panther card should have, um, I should have had the dragonfly card um, so I can, so I could calm my mind and find my center, right? And then have the panther card next to basically be like, here, the only reason why you're getting this card is because I came into your life to push you in the right direction. And then the owl is kind of the last card that's like, it will be okay, because either way you're getting some sort of fulfillment out of this experience. And I am so excited for that. Um, hopefully this makes you a little bit more interested in possibly getting your own deck. I know it's not for everybody, and I know it doesn't kind of make sense. Um, the spirit, I will say, I feel like the best decks for beginners, um, mine kind comes with a guidebook. But I would say our decks like these, like finding stuff that has more symbolism in it versus tarot, because I know a lot of people when they hear tarot and like that kind of thing, it's almost like there's a negative connotation with it, even though you can still use it for positivity. Um, I think just people get worried about it. So with that, um, I highly recommend trying to find a deck if you are interested, if this kind of sparks something. Um, if you don't, I mean, that's okay too. I'm just glad you listened. Um, I hope though me interpreting what the cards meant to me and what I got and how I got them and explaining the full process with you guys, I, I hope that makes sense and I hope you guys might have gotten goosebumps with me and maybe maybe one of those cards you needed to hear for yourself and um, take into account um, maybe you had something in your life where something happened and it was like whoa wow you're putting real big change in my life right um let's see 
also, oh, before I end story time, or, well, before, yeah, before I end story time, I just wanted to say, um, if you do anything with cards like this or with a deck like this, um, know that I also took the amethyst at the end and I thanked the cards because you're supposed to show the cards the utmost respect, right? Because they are channeling energy around you, right? They are trying to process all the things and also give you answers to questions you may ask. So you really got to be good with them. You really got to stay positive when you use them. You um, also have to, you know, basically tell them that thank you, and but now you can go to sleep. Um, you can say, like, I appreciate you. Any really your own little, I guess, mantra, anything you want to say to them, that's basically what you can do. Um, I kind of say thank you, but, like, I do it in my own way. That's personal to me. Um, so I close the deck. I also brought the crystal brack um, to just cleanse of any energy. Um, my amethyst actually sits on top of, so I have the deck, the actual deck that all the cards are technically in. And then I have a guidebook, but both of those things sit in a box that has a magnetic closure to keep it all safe and protected. Um, I like keeping it in the box completely um, because it is super special to me and I don't want it like I don't care if people see it but to me because the deck is so special I don't want to keep it on display I want it to be kind of for myself unless I do want to show people it um, but anyway I'm kind of going down a tangent I keep the crystal on top of that box um, when I'm not using it and that's just to keep good clean energy through there um I don't find that it affects my amethyst at all um my amethyst does a really good job at everything it's supposed to do which is clean cleansing um so yeah I guess that is the end of today's episode um because there's nothing really else to say I hope you guys enjoyed it um I'm not doing a song of the day today. I know that was going to be a segment on here for this podcast, and I think I will bring it in. But right now, there's just no song that I can think of um, that I really want to tie in with this episode. I guess, if anything, find some like really good indie slash like mystical, like almost. Uh, the new song from Frozen, Frozen 2, like that kind of vibe where it's like, um, oh, now I have it in my head. The ancient um, cow calls that would be done in Europe. I think, is it the Norwegians or is it the Swedens? I think it's both. I think it's both. Um, I'm not 100% sure, but... There's this really beautiful, it's on YouTube, um, I can't think of it, um, but she does this beautiful call, and it's technically to call the herd. If I was to recommend any kind of music or song, it'd be something like that. Very folklore inspired, because 
folklore stuff, I mean, it's exactly that. It's ancient legends, basically, that have been passed down from generations to generation. And it just, there's a sense of um, storytelling in them, but there's also lessons in them, in some of them. Not all, just some. But to hear that old style of singing, to me, for this kind of stuff, is very calming and really cool so if I was to recommend anything it would be that find something along those lines and listen to it um but hopefully later on I can add more song of the day um in the next in the future episode um but yeah so I guess I will stop rambling here um let me know what you guys thought about today. Do you want me to share more about this stuff? Do you not want me to? I guess it doesn't really matter because it's what I want to talk about. But I still want to hear feedback from you guys because this is supposed to be a positive channel or a positive podcast. I guess it's not really a channel. Um, but it is supposed to be positive And I want this to continue to be positive. And... I hope me talking about my personal life and bringing, like, these little story times in make it more enjoyable for you guys. Um, I'm sorry that this is another long episode, but I'm thinking I have figured out my process on how these podcasts are going to go. So that's really cool. Um, But, yes, I guess without any further ado, I know I've been saying that a lot, Uh, but I guess with that, I'm going to leave it here. I hope you guys have a fantastic day, evening, whenever you're listening to this. I hope it's wonderful. And I hope you're able to take something away from this. And I will, I guess, see you guys. Have you guys listen? I don't know. How do you, there's no proper way to say what's going to happen, like how to end the podcast, because you're listening to the podcast. It's not like you can see me. But anyway, (laughs) I'm just rambling, like always. Um, I'll see you guys in the next one. Until I can figure out a new ending, that's how I'm going to end it, okay? All right. Talk to you guys later. (laughs) Bye.